When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. Well, it is official, ladies and gentlemen. We are no longer calling it the coronavirus market update. It's just going to be the Jill on Money podcast now and forever. It is Tuesday, September 8th. I hope you all had a great Labor Day weekend. I hope you didn't have to labor too much. You could catch your breath and that you now are entering this last part of the year. I don't know. I guess we're all actually on an academic calendar for the rest of our lives. It happens so early. I always think of this as the end of the year. And you know what? It is certainly a good time to reflect on where we've been and good time to reflect about how we're going to manage ourselves coming into, you know, the last four months of the year. Time is so weird right now. Someone told me they were on a conference call recently and they couldn't remember what day it is. And they said, what day is it again? And the answer was, it's Blur's Day. It does kind of feel like that. Things blur into one another. Anyway, today I am delighted to present you with the segment that just aired on CBS Sunday morning. I was looking at income inequality and how COVID-19 has impacted the basic fact that many people in America are actually struggling right now despite the stock market soaring. So here is my segment from CBS Sunday Morning. My name is Tiana Caldwell. Uh, I'm AJ Caldwell. Before the pandemic struck, the Caldwell family of Kansas City was just making ends meet. Derek was working as an electrician. Tiana was training office workers. AJ was looking forward to playing football after school. If you go back to the beginning of March, were you busy? Was it slow? What was going on for you? It was busy and it was just like everything just stopped. You might say COVID-19 infected the family's finances. Their jobs dried up, exposing a stark reality. They had no safety net. Were you able to save any money before the pandemic hit? No. Just paycheck Um, to paycheck, right? Yeah, yeah. Even before the coronavirus, nearly four out of 10 American adults said they would have difficulty covering a $400 unexpected expense. We got help from family. We got help from friends. The Caldwells also got help from Casey Tenants, a Kansas City housing rights organization founded by Tara Raghavir. The pandemic has only laid bare inequities that have existed in our country for a long time. It's nothing new. Last year, the Census Bureau found income inequality was at its highest level in 50 years. Consider this. Two-thirds of the total wealth in this country is owned by the richest 5%. At the same time, more than 38 million Americans are living in poverty, and it's projected that up to 54 million people might not have enough to eat this year. We have a mythology that what's good for Wall Street is good for Main Street. 
but that's really never been true. Economic inequality is the subject of a new documentary based on the surprise bestseller by French economist Thomas Piketty. He has surveyed centuries of economic upheaval. In the 18th century, money marries money, and so poverty is a death sentence. The pandemic illustrates, you know, I think the need to change the economic system and to, to get in the direction of a more equal and more equitable and more sustainable model of economic development. More than 29 million people are now collecting unemployment benefits. While at the top end of the economic ladder, in the first three months of the pandemic, the net worth of the more than 600 billionaires in the U.S. grew by 20 percent. Jeff Bezos, the owner of Amazon, saw his net worth increase by $43.8 billion in the first months of the pandemic. Those who have the least advantages, the least economic opportunities are going to bear the largest burden of any kind of downturn, whether it be an economic downturn or whether it be a public health crisis. Valerie Wilson is a director at the Liberal Economic Policy Institute. Wilson sees not only an economic divide, but a racial divide. COVID-19 has magnified these racial disparities that we have known about for decades. Because of the persistence of many of these disparities, we can almost predict how any crisis is going to go. For example, black households have just 10 percent of the net worth of white households. For Hispanic households, the figure is just 12 percent. The combination of COVID-19 and it being such a universal problem, Uh, not only in this country, but around the world, has really challenged us to sort of question the idea of whether or not we really are all in this together. But not everyone sees income and wealth disparity as negative trends. At the end of the day, capitalism is just trying to maximize, optimize, grow everything as fast as it possibly can. That's how people get rich. Edward Conard, a former partner at Bain Capital and a scholar at the conservative American Enterprise Institute, has written about the upside of inequality. Conard argues for giving entrepreneurs incentives to create the next Google or Apple or Amazon, looking to free markets to help boost incomes for lower wage workers. The more prosperous the economy, the richer the bottom 20 percent. And they are depending almost exclusively on government redistribution for their income. And where do we get that income from? We get it from increasing the overall prosperity of of the economy. And the best measure of that is not Jeff Bezos' salary. Valerie Wilson isn't buying it. In this country, we have this idea about the American dream and about the virtues of capitalism, that if you work hard, put in your time, you get an education, you take risk, then you're able to climb the economic ladder. But I think it's, it's clear that we, when we get this billionaire superclass, that those opportunities are not so evenly distributed. And in fact, the economic gains that we all uh, contribute to are increasingly being shared by only a few. As COVID-19 continues to rage across the country, the initial $2.2 trillion in government stimulus money has run out, and Congress and the White House don't appear close to agreeing on a more substantial deal. 
also of concern to Tara Raghavir, the patchwork of federal and state moratoriums on evictions won't be enough to keep renters from sliding into homelessness. Many people got sick and died because of insecure housing situations. That number will only grow over time as people face evictions, and it's inexcusable. We live in the richest country in the history of the world, and we can and we must guarantee that everyone has a home. I know it won't happen overnight, but where can we go from here? The thing is, it could happen overnight, and that's what we've seen with what the government has done around the stimulus. When we need to print a trillion dollars and get it out to people in their bank accounts, we can do it. So that's actually given me a lot of hope. Tiana Caldwell also has hope that someday when we say we're all in this together, we'll mean it. We should be helping each other, right? If one of us is not okay, none of us are okay. I hope you enjoyed that. If you actually want to see it and see all the visuals, just go to the website, jillonmoney.com and click on the watch link. And don't forget, as always, if you've got a financial question, we'd love to hear from you. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. That's askjill at jillonmoney.com. As always, I know you're sick of hearing me say it, but I'm going to keep saying it till I don't have to anymore. Wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain that physical distancing, and please, please, please try to lift somebody up today. It will make you feel better. It will make that person feel better. Thanks as always to you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.